This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Picture this. You're fully immersed in your podcast because in the back of your mind, you're not trying to recall when that deadline was supposed to be or stressing to keep everyone updated on next steps. MeetMonday.com, a work management platform that makes having peace of mind easy. With Monday.com, all your work lives in one centralized place. You can automate updates to keep team members up to speed and ensure nothing falls through the cracks, even while you're enjoying your favorite podcast. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the number one independently run podcast of Millwall. Hope you're doing well. My name's Omar. Joining me as always, I have my regular co-host, Mr. Mickey Simpson. Hello, pal. Hello, fella. How you doing? You all right? Fucking Good nice and early this morning, isn't it, eh? I know. Nice and chirpy. I think, uh, you know, early my catch off. Off. That's That's it, it, well, it works for me, mate, because um, I've got another day in the garden and, uh, and I need to crack on there, mate, because I've got a, a family party next weekend and I've got it in the air to get the garden cleared. So, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. Uh, hopefully another day, of, another day of frog rescuing. We look forward to 
an update on Thursday if you make it onto the show, mate, because you missed the last two Thursday shows. In oh, the I'll, be, I'll, I'll be here Thursday. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't start <laughs> giving it, you fucking leery cunt. I'll be here on Thursday. <laughs> what was it? Week one was your anniversary. Week two, what was it? I think you were just uh, communicado. And then, um, in, in, and, uh, and week three. No, week three, I'll be there, mate. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, my name's on the title, so I've got to be there. Otherwise, I look like a fraggle, don't I? That's it. And, you know, you, you're our ex-fan on the board, so you need to rep us somehow. You know what I mean? You've still got a kind of, you know, affiliation. You need to sort us out, mate, all right? So you need to be on our side. Especially if, you know, if things go off on Tuesday night against the naughty Fulham firm that we've got coming to the town. So, I wonder yeah. if they're coming by phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also joining us is uh, Mr. Kai Bennett. Hello, pal. You all right? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Um, decent. Well, not so much decent, but, you know, another point, I guess, and look forward to talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you told me you was hungover this morning, mate. So, you know, I'm going to grill you for about that later on. But, you know, it's all good. Underage <laughs> drinking at Millwall. That's shocking. That's it. Actually, it wasn't that Millwall. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, at a party yesterday. So, to be fair, I'm not the one that's hungover. But it's... it's no, Mark, cut that bit out. Where it says it wasn't at Millwall, just cut that bit out. Okay, just leave it as it. <laughs> 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 Anyway, chaps, um, obviously today we're going to talk about yesterday's draw, a one-all draw at home against Blackburn Rovers. And obviously in the second part, we'll be talking about another game we've got coming up. They're thick and fast. They're coming as quicker than ever. Um, Tuesday night, we welcome Fulham to town. But we'll go into part one now and we'll be back shortly. And welcome to the first part of the show. Chaps, Mill drew one-all yesterday. Uh, at home to Blackburn, our first league home game of the season. Obviously, not getting off to the winning start, I think we all hoped for. I mean, even myself, uh, Kyle, I went for 3-0 on, on Thursday, didn't I? So I was quite confident going into the game. And I'll tell you what, the start of it, I was happy as well. And I thought this could be our day. I think ultimately we just came a little bit short, didn't we, on uh, yesterday. And I mean, a one-all draw, goal from uh, Jed Wallace. Jed Wallace 2-2 two two now. And obviously, Ben Burrows and Diaz. We talked about him the other day, didn't we, Kai? But he, he came back to bite us a little bit in the second half there. Yeah, I think um, first half, we sort of just, you know, we kept, I th- well, if you look at the possession, we were at 65%, didn't we, in the first half, which is, you know, we don't really see very often. So it just shows you the way Rowett's trying to play. Um, I'd like to see us, you know, use the ball maybe a little bit better than we did. I thought, we'd, you know, maybe, you know, pop one, one too many passes to the side and backwards. But it'd be nice to see us, you know, drive with the ball and try and, you know, break lines with, you know, Keefton Bell and Savile. Um, because we didn't really ultimately have too many chances in the um in the, in the first half, I think they had with Cooper, you know, Cooper hit, I think Cooper missed by about, wasn't far away, he was header, was he, from a corner. But other than that, it wasn't um, too many chances. Obviously, second half was a little bit more lively. Um, really fantastic goal from from us. Ballard, brilliant switch of play. Malone, first time, and Jed finished it. And then, obviously, they score. Um, was it a free kick? Well, can't, we can't do anything about it now, can we? So, But yeah, it's a bit, you know, we, it's not the three points that we, that we wanted, but it's another point, I guess. It's a sore one to take for me. I mean, obviously, you know, going to the game, like, obviously Blackburn won last week, obviously against Swansea, they've done quite well in that game, but I think, you know, they caught Swansea on a good day with their new manager in charge over there. But I thought going into the game, I was quite excited to see what we could do. I guess, Mickey, this is like, maybe, I- I'm still glass half full about this. And you know what? You, I look at the game, a lot of people, it's mixed with reviews online from a lot of people, and we'll get onto that in a bit. But I still think that the game was there to be taken and won. I guess our problem is, mate, and this is going to be a case for a lot of the season now, you know, we scored the one, can we go and score the second and third? And this is exactly something that I flagged up to you before we played Ipswich. And yeah, we made you look silly when we scored three past Ipswich in a League One side, but there you go, it's pre-season. But this is exactly what my fears were going into the season with this formation in particular as well. 
we score that one and it's not even sitting back. It's just we don't have the ability to then replicate and break teams down. There's Obviously, the goal yesterday was superb from us and we'll obviously we can't mention it then. We'll get on to that in a bit as well. But, we, you know, QPR, we let the defender run forward and he scores a long-range effort. We can see the set piece against Blackburn yesterday. Aside from that, we'd have two 1-0 wins. And, you know, I'm still really happy and positive about that. But it's just we need to have the ability to kick on and do a bit more, I think. Absolutely. I mean, Gary's um, post-match... Um, comments were quite revealing to a degree. You know, he's, he, he was saying, you know, we're all over and we should have we should have been able to win that one nil. When that's not really the mentality, what you should be going into into a game with. It should be we're going to win this and we're going to score as many goals as we can. Um, I, I think we were caught out a bit in the middle. Um, we we weren't as as attacking what we probably need to be. You know, a, a phobie could be the best player in the world. But if people aren't putting things to him, he ain't got nothing to go with. Um, but you can see why it's worth the money um, because, you know, when he holds a ball up and he can run a bit with a ball and that, but he just needs other people around him. And he just didn't have that yesterday. He, you know, yes, Jed was everywhere as always, but Jed can't be the sole person of, you know, the linchpin of that team. We need um, we need a couple of others who... who who can serve us? Probably some creative midfielder um, and maybe an attacking option. But yeah, I just I just think that once we scored, we seem to just like we did the other day. We just seem to sit back a bit and think we're we're just defend well and we're we're trying to keep it. Um, look, Keith is a great player. Keith will go through players like they're nothing. Do you know what I mean? And he do that all day long. But is he the create? Has he got the creative side of it, or is he just a, a heavily defensive player? Um, you know, would you have Keith in there or would you have Leonard from start? Um, to me, I'd probably go Leonard because Leonard can can give you some creative options. He can run at players. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think we just sat back. Okay, nice answer, mate. Um, I, what I was going to say was with that, Keith for me, he's not that creative player, but he's not. that's not his job to create the ball either. I think for me, I mean, we'll talk about the team, obviously, that lined up yesterday. We had Bart Wilkowski in goal, five at the back uh, returned for a home game. Ballard, Wallace, Murray Wallace, that is, and Cooper at the back with Hutchison picking up a fire injury, supposedly. Uh, right wing back was Matt Namara. Left wing back was Malone. Midfield three of Keefton Bell sitting, Evans on the right and Savile on the left with a phobia and Wallace up front. Mickey's obviously mentioned the lack of creativity there. And I think that was one thing, Kai, I said walking out of the game yesterday and I tweeted. It was it was a sucker punch because we dominated the game. We should have won it. We didn't really create too many clear-cut opportunities. But I, I, like I said in my tweet yesterday, we just need players to be able to pick up the ball, turn and run at players. And Mahoney, this is the thing like, that infuriates me because I, I would say Mahoney, but I don't I don't, I don't, don't rate Mahoney enough for him to play personally. And I think Rao is exactly the same, which is why he's not playing. But we need a, a type two Mahoney where picks the ball up, runs opposition defences and causes havoc. You know, like, it, shit example, but if anyone watched the, the game on Friday, Arsenal against Brentford, right? I'm not for one second comparing any of our players to Emil Smith-Rowe. But if you look at Smith-Rowe, every time he got the ball, he ran out players with intent, caused absolute havoc, quick one-two passes. And like we were missing that kind of ilk player there that can get on the ball and just run at the fences and the defenders are like, shit, what do we do here? And then afterwards, you've got a phobia pulling off. You got, you know, there's going to be a, a little dimension there that we can add if we just have that one more player, I think. I. Yeah, I think so. And I think that Blackburn obviously are missing um, Bradley Dack. And that's the sort of player that I think that would would, would go with fantastic for us first sure. because I think yeah yeah really really good player so creative scores goals um you know he's a bit 
you know, he's a he's a bit of one of them luxury players. But I think Bradley Axe a bit, you know, different in that way that he work. He does really work really hard as well. Uh, it's just a shame Mahoney can't can't do something similar. I said to my uncle last night, yesterday at half time, uh, about Mahoney coming on, and he gave me a, a deathly stare. He was like, "No, thanks." Um, but you know, that's what you get with Mahoney, don't you? Some he completely spits the fan base. Um, I just wonder whether bringing him on, all we need is that maybe one, a good moment of his, and we can be, you know, like he did against Luton a couple of years ago or two years ago, where we, you know, on three one, he scored and assisted. If he can do something like that, you know, then you know, maybe worth bringing on every so often. If Bennett was fit, I think he would be a useful add to that side as well. But I do think we just need one more up there. I mean, obviously, the game, we'll talk about, obviously, no Hutchinson, but I, f- I want to name drop Murray Wallace because I-, I love Murray Wallace. I think that we said it last yeah. week as well. I'll be on a positive side here, lads, because, like, you know, he came in last Saturday for Cooper, played left side, centre-half. Came in yesterday for Hutchinson, or kept his place, I suppose, but played centre-half in the middle this time. And he was just, I think, you know, a reliant head there. And I think, you know, when we, if any of our three defenders have got a niggle or a knock, I have full confidence that Murray Wallace will come in and do a job. Even if you put him up front, I'm pretty sure Murray Wallace will do a job, Mickey, because, you know, he was honestly just like dependable as ever. And I think it's just obviously reassuring to have that sort of player in the squad that keeps Alex Pierce out of the side as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he is Mr. Dependable. You you, you, you could just put Murray Wallace in and just say, right, I want you to do this and he'll do it. I reckon if you put him in goal, mate, give him a set of gloves and put him in goal, he'll have a blinding goal going there, mate. He is, he is Mr. Mr. Dependable. Um, you know, and he's good. But I just, yeah, I agree with you. I think we're missing people who want to run at the ball, who, who can just get that ball and run and, and just get us over that over that centre part so that then we can do one-twos and flick-ons and all that. Because yesterday they kept trying to lob it up to a phobia and that's not the sort of player he is. You know, um, Fair play to him. Sorry to jump oh, in there, yeah. but I agree with you. Fair play to him because I agree with you. He's not that tough player, Mickey, but fuck me. Like, he, gets some, he does it. And he, I thought, to be fair to him, he wasn't my man of the match yesterday, but he grafted. And that's what one thing I've got to say. Like, He's almost like been told what he's expected of a middle striker in my eyes. You know, I'm thinking of Gregory. I'm thinking of that kind of Neil Harris in his pomp as well. I think it's going to fall for him. I think it will come for him. But like, yeah, I thought Phobia was top draw yesterday. Like, and I think hopefully he gets some chances where he can stick away a few chances, Mickey. It did surprise me that he got taken off, though, unless he's just yeah, still getting so. the match fit. I thought it was crazy to take him off and put Smith. Just me, to me, just thought that he was going to bank on, um, you know, um, set pieces or, or continue the lob over game. You know, when that's not, I mean, you know what? He can get away with it for a couple of games so far at the den where he's played like this, but. You know, okay, we got a result against Portsmouth by the skin of our teeth to an agree. But five, six games in playing like we did yesterday, um, Rowett is going to get it, mate. The fans will get on his back big time. They're not going to part with that. Mm. You know, we're not going to put up with a draw. What are we going for? The new world record this season of yeah. the, more, the most draws we can get in a in a league. I think breaking our we, own record from last season, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah last year I, as well. I really don't think the fans um, will go and play. And, and you know, look, I know. You said last night with Evans and all that, but Evans just, Evans was just, I don't know, he he was just, he, he just wasn't on four. I just don't think he was, he, he was what we needed out of a player in that position yesterday. He was, he was just, he was he's left my next out talking to point. Yeah, he's my next talking point because that is a lot of the mix with like reviews online. A lot of people are saying, I don't really get what Evans offers to the team in the midfield. Um, Kai, I don't know what your take is on that. Like, obviously, I, I, I've said it a couple of times. I feel we're a little bit off the pace to play midfield. 
Um, I think he's done a good job. Like, I think he's still quite, you know, he's a physical presence in there. I think, you know, for set pieces as well, he's useful to have in there. He, he obviously reads the game really well, but I think he's just a little bit off the pace. But also, he, he's like playing the midfield role. I think he's personally better playing in the defence where he was, had more time on the ball. Um, but I don't know what you made of Evans yesterday. Um, no, as you said, I think he, I think he does offer us a little bit um, in terms of physical. I like, I like the tackle he put in uh, in the Docker stand yesterday. That was good. He's really physical, isn't he? He'll put a challenge in, works hard, you know, and he, you know, he gives it all in fairness to him. I just wonder whether maybe someone like Leonard might be better suited in that position. Um, mm. I just feel like he has a little, little bit more technical ability on the ball. Um, you know, he's a bit better with the ball as well. And I think, you know, I don't know. It's hard because, as you say, Evans does read the game well because he seems to be, he seems to be everywhere. Um, I just don't know, you know, when he gets the ball. Because a lot, there's a lot of yesterday they pick the ball up, and there's a lot of take get the ball and, and pass it straight back to Cooper or Murray Wallace. Like he got, it doesn't seem like he has the confidence to get to pick the ball up and, and drive with it. Um, so that's another thing that I thought about yeah. as well. That you know, I thought we don't play through the lines enough either. Like we no. don't play forward, with, and when we do, it's normally a diagonal across the pitch or over the top, kind of for yeah. Phobia or Jedway to run onto. And like that's obviously, like, I agree with you there. Like that's also why I think we need that great player in the middle, like just someone else to mix it up a little bit and have the ability to run with the ball, cause havoc, make passes. I think we're just that one player short of being a really good side. Absolutely. Yeah, and going back, going, going, going back to your point about Smith, um, Mickey, both, I think both of you might have mentioned it. Um, I just think when a phobia gets taken off, though, because he obviously doesn't have any confidence in Bradshaw because uh, otherwise he'd play him, wouldn't he? But Bob Varson, mm-hmm. obviously, we, we know Bob, Bob Varson. Um, but the problem is, I think, right now, is that with a phobia and just a phobia and Smith, our two, two strikers that he's been using, when a phobia comes off, he brings Smith on, and that completely changes our dimension of play because we're, we're, yesterday we are playing into fee on, on the ground to a phobia. Then Smith comes on, and all of a sudden we're lobbing it up to him, you know. So it completely changes our style of play. So I do think we need maybe one more striker like a Phobie, so that we have a bit more, you know, flexibility, so we can take a Phobie off and bring, you know, another another striker on like him, and we can still play the same way. If that makes sense. I think he wanted to mix it up a little bit, and I think um, I agree with you. I think also like that Linehan and Ayala dealt with Smith a bit yesterday as well, and I think he had a good effect obviously on Tuesday night when he came against Portsmouth. But a week before, Dicky had him in his pocket a little bit as well. I felt like with Smith. And obviously, Smith is a threat constantly, and you got to give the balls into the box. And we did mix it up when he came on. I just wondered whether or not we could have kept them both on together, like and had yeah. you know Smith flicking on balls with a phobia being there because Wallace is obviously naturally good to be in them positions as well. But I think a phobia just reads it a bit better, have that poacher instinct. Like if he was saw Smith flicking it on, I think maybe he might have seen maybe you know the opportunity to get on the end of something, Kai. Maybe kind of obviously that could lead to a goal. Do you know what I mean? Like a different kind of opportunity there. Yeah, definitely. And I would have actually kept. It, it, I absolutely agree. If you're going to go like that, you, we should have get we should have taken Evans off. I think um, mm-hmm. drop Saville back into the mid, back in with Keith, and then put Jed in behind Smith and Afobi. That, that's what we could have done. Um, I, I didn't make didn't make any sense taking Saville off yesterday. I thought Saville was um, he looked constant threat. And yeah, going back to the two up top, I think that Afobi would read the ball, read, read the game really well. If Smith was to flick it on. There's just no mm-hmm. one. I, when you when you've got Smith up there, you need to get people around him. He actually he suits a suits a two up top much better, doesn't he? Um, but when we didn't do that, we started to struggle, you know, to retain to, to retain the ball as well. You saw Smith yesterday where it changed when the phobia come off, where balls were coming in, and the phobia's got the pace to be able to run onto the ball and have a go at trying to get the ball. And then Smith, you just saw Smith looking at it going like, "Why are you putting it there for? You know, I can't run yeah. there, mate." Do you know what I mean? There's one time in the second half where it went to the corner flag and yeah. the lane end. He's trying to get there. You're thinking he's never going to get there, and he knew it himself. No. But he still gave it a go. <laughs> Saville just looked. I, I mean, he was good yesterday. Don't get me wrong, but he just looked. He was blowing a bit and looking. And I mean, 
there was speculation that he's just come back from COVID or whatnot. So maybe he isn't necessarily fully back fit yet. I don't know, but it, it, it was good while he was playing, everything else, but he just didn't look um, the normal in his face. You know, he, just, he looked blowing a bit. So whether or not it was that, but I mean, I don't know, but Rout's definitely got to look at, at changing how he plays stuff and, and make us a lot more attacking. I'm playing like that away from home all day long, you know, five at the back, etc., all day long, but uh, at home, We've got to be set up a lot more attacking and and, and just go out and, and win games because, you know, losing one nil leads and, and ending up with one all draws is not going to sit well with the Millwall faithful this year at all. Agreed. I think um, I wanted to talk a bit more about that goal though yesterday from us. I think, uh, it, I know Kai, you I dropped in earlier, mate. Goal. What a goal. I mean, to, to give it a description, Ballard picks the ball up on the right-hand side centre-half, who I thought was actually really good yesterday, Ballard. Um, it didn't shirk away from a header, won his tackles, and he obviously offered a quality going forward, which we'll speak about now with that goal. Obviously, he picks the ball up, I reckon, about the halfway line, Kai. He, he plays a crossfield diagonal to Malone, who is a left wing back, but let's be honest, he's a left winger in this side pretty much, has no intentions of defending. Gets on the end of it, on the edge of the, on their side of the box. First time cross into the box, on the floor, driven, and Jeb Wallace is there for a three second goal in two games in the league. What a goal. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when it went in. I thought I, I was almost salivating in the mouth of the thought of it. I was thinking, fuck me, what a goal. Like, I mean, we just scored an absolute bell with that. Almost Route One esque, but with a bit more kind of class to it. You know what I mean? It was, it's something different. Oh, it was incredible. And there, there's so many aspects to that goal that are just rid- ridiculous. Uh, Ballard's ball is fantastic in the first place. I mean, what a ball it's, it's, it's pinpoint, isn't it? It's, it's able to Malone just to run straight onto it. And then, when, when as soon as the ball gets to Malone, that's not an easy cross. That nine times out of ten, that that goes, you know, well, nine times out of ten, normally, probably maybe any other player, middle player, it goes, it got, that goes into the stands, doesn't it? It skews off and, and goes into the stand. But he's it's that absolutely picked Jed out in the middle, which is fantastic. That technique he's, he there was fantastic. And then obviously Jed's got a, a simple finish, but yeah, fantastic all, all round, ridiculous from us. I thought we couldn't believe it when it went in. Same as you. Yeah, it was top draw. What did it was top. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it was great. It was a great goal. I mean, I agree with you. It was, it was a touch flukes about it. Um, as in, you know, his foot was in it the was right meant. place. Nah, it, it was meant. It, he aimed it, it that it, way it to it. Oh, mate, no, look. It, you know, Ballard to to ping out, um, you know, Malone straight across, bang, and then him to just bang it straight in. He knew where Jed was going to be. And it was literally, look, if I put that ball there, you know, realistically, no one's going to be able to fuck it up, and, and and he just buries it. It was it was good, but do you know what? That's that's the capabilities we've got on on split second changes in the game like that. Then we should have got another or another because then we could have finished that game. We could have finished that game off really three nil. The amount of possession we had, we should have finished that off. We shouldn't have let them get back into the game. But for some unknown reason, we seem to our confidence just drops, and we just seem to sit back. And go, and I mean, when they scored, when Blackburn scored, their confidence levels just suddenly went from fucking zero to a thousand percent, and they were just on it, mate. They they thought they were in the world. Do you know what I mean? They thought that's it. This is ours now. We're coming for it, and they just completely changed that little bit of confidence. Just changed changed them, and they were just you know more intent, more interested to try and win stuff and and everything else. But yeah, they were quite dirty players. But then again, a couple of ours has suddenly got a master's degree in the dark arts as well so um so yeah there was a there was a few of them i think jed at one point decided that um you're close enough for me to be able to go down and make it look like you've attacked me when he didn't 
that's what that's what they do though come on this football you got to play the game if you've got to be in it to win it in a sense with that sort of stuff as, as much as some people might hate on it or think it's not you've got to do I it think, to work for your favour um I think the dark we, arts are good mate yeah Morrison. i mean i think of dennis wise when i think of dark arts that's the first time i was introduced to it because wise he was just quality of that getting players sent off or buying free kicks or penalties and stuff like that like, uh, that's for me being little that's one thing i remember most um we'll talk about the goal we can see the car obviously like we said there you know you, you don't think it was a free kick do you i think it was a phobia wasn't it that put the challenge in and the player just hit the ground didn't he and i mean i guess it's a good little segue point afterwards to talk about that official in the middle as well i thought he was a bit of a wrong one yesterday yeah i think i don't think there's a free kick in in all honesty i mean i don't think anyone really did um even even mickey mickey you watched it on the stream didn't you and what it was what did it like on the stream Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a quick one there. Um, it weren't a free kick, but we can't put that in because I watched it on a legal screen. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll put that bit out. It doesn't matter. I don't, I, no, it don't matter. But I don't really want to publicise that uh, I watched it on an on an illegal so what screen. Did, when... What did you just say there, Kai? So we'll go again from what you said, and then we'll go again. Was it was? I, I, I think asked, asked you what you thought about it, and yeah, you yeah, yeah. spoke about it. So then said, both, even, even Mickey agrees with it, but just don't put in you watched it on the live stream. Just say yeah. even Mickey thinks about it. I mean, looking yeah. at the replay, say it looks. Yeah, like go it. Mickey, go go Mickey. What say Mickey? What do you think about it? And, go, and I'll edit it in. Go on, you say it. Mickey, what did you think about it? Yeah, I, I I think it definitely weren't a foul. I mean, you know, you look at the replays and everything else of it. It, it weren't a foul. I mean, the gazer just went down like it had been shot. Um, and I think that, you know, if a phobia got hold of you, you'd fucking know about it. Um, it's a big lump. And, yeah, no, it weren't. But the ref was awful. But I'm not going to blame. I'm not going to sit there and, and say because of the ref we played shit. We were playing shit anyway. The ref just added to that. You see, you are the reason why I was Aggie last night when I was seeing the tweets come through and I put out the tweet about the officials. Everyone's turning around going, oh, it's not an excuse for us drawing. Of course it's not. But we weren't shit yesterday either. I thought we were decent listen, yesterday. Listen, listen, we were we good. Had, Mate, we had 6 we had, of the ball. Exactly. Now, so why didn't we win? Of the ball. So why well, didn't we, we win? We looked after the ball well. I like the vision. We why didn't we back. win? Bart Bielkowski doesn't why kick out long anymore. Win? Because we didn't score enough. It's simple. Exactly. And also we can see the set exactly. piece. So, no, but, no, so, no, 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 no. So let me speak. Means... Let me speak. Okay. Sorry, sorry, oh. Neil. Cut in on me there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was saying was right. Is we was playing decent football. We was class. Like I, I thought, even the goal yesterday. Aside from a long shot from Rob Dickey last week, and aside from conceding a set piece, we're sitting six points out of six. If we win that game one 0 yesterday, there's no way you're saying we played shit yesterday. Yes or no? For fuck's sake, listen, listen. Yes or no? Listen, yes if no. my land's got wheels, should be a fucking bike. Uh... We, we didn't get six <laughs> points, did we? We got fucking two points out of six because we fucking, we made simple mistakes and we let the opposition back in. We should have scored another goal and finished that game off and then sat back rather than what we were doing. I'm not saying we were shit as in like, oh, we're fucking really, really terrible. What I'm saying is, is that we didn't have the, we didn't have the ability and the skill, whether that's from the manager or what it is, to go on and finish it. And I don't think because of the ref, that we played like that. I don't think it was anything. Yeah, the ref didn't help. The ref kept stopping game and, and not letting the flow play and everything. Should have yeah, I agree with that. On yeah, occasions. yeah, he well, should have put... Was, I you know, was, I mean, yeah. Cooper, Cooper should have had a penalty all day long, but he, mm -hmm. he didn't. And then you'll see that some days he'll like play the advantage when there was no real advantage. And also he'd, he'd give a free kick to them. And then literally two minutes later... There'd be another town there, give a free kick to them. And it was like he was just he was trying to play back and forth, back and forth when he should have just let the game flow, let it play. We would have probably then 
being able to get some rhythm and score. But I'm not just going to put it on the ref. The ref is shit, and we can't change that. But I'm not letting um, I'm not let, Mickey, uh, Kai, I'm not letting Mickey get out of this cop, cop out. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. To say if my nan had wills, you know, whatever, right? But it's true, though, isn't it? If my nan had wills, she'd be a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but my point is if we didn't concede a set piece goal yesterday, we went at 1 0, everyone goes home happy. We're seeing rock all over the world. We're all buzzing. I'm sitting there telling you we're gonna make playoffs because of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Come on, Kai. Like, put be on my side here, right? I thought we it was a positive performance yesterday, and it's more than glass half full for me today. Where I'm sitting here thinking there's a lot more to come from this side. Rarity said he wants one more player in. I think it's going to become more of a necessity than a want. I think it's going to come good for us if he gets that right personnel in. I feel like. Yeah, I'm. I'm I feel the same as you. I, I you know, I, I was really disappointed yesterday. Um, but you know. That's the thing. I, I do think that this that the team that there is positive to take from the both from two matches we we played in. We've kept the ball really well. I think in both. Um, six, well, sixty four percent possession was it yesterday? When when do you ever see that from a Mill side? Like normally right. we're the we're the opposite. We you know that 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 shows that we're the way we're trying to play. Okay, we're not really we're not using possession as well as we probably could do. But that will come because they're not they're not used to having that much of the ball. But when they as they start to get used to it, I mean Tuesday night will be a completely different game. We'll probably have we'll probably be the thirty four percent, but. Um, that that that's you play different teams in the championship. When you play these teams like Blackburn, you dominate the ball. That's really positive. It's just how what can we do with it? And that's where you need your creative players to to step up and 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 try and, and try and find you know create, create a spark. Listen, I just listen. think, Mickey, before you go in, I'll just think on another day, right? When Millwallside has sixty four percent possession, has seven corners to their three, has fifteen shots, okay, two on target, and this is the obvious problem we've said here. We're not creating real quality chances. I just think on any other day. We win that game three nil. We score a corner. Cooper scores ahead at the back post. Smith comes on, scores ahead as well. It's a bit more one-dimensional. I agree, and it's very simplistic of me to say if we scored, if we could stop a long shot from a centre half last week, or if we, you know, if we uh, was to, you know, basically try a different way. I think it's 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 simple, but I think it's fair to say like we could have won both games and be sitting there on six points. I think Mickey's busy, Kai, but it's true to say, right, aside from two sloppy mistakes, you could say, not pressing the centre-half, you know, we could have potentially had six points here and be talking in a positive way. Yeah, I think it's just it was just two really simple, um, you know, mistakes. I mean, yesterday, I mean, even though it wasn't, I don't think it wasn't a foul on a phobie, um, you know, when that ball comes in, in the box anyway, we have to it really deal with it. Should have yeah. been dealt with. I, I, I've got, I could be wrong here, but on first... Uh, thoughts. I think it was Keith, wasn't it, marking um, Danny Mac? I think. I think it was, was it Danny, Danny Mac. Mac. See, I, I just so, think yeah. I don't know how tall that Ben Brereton is, but I just feel like we needed someone a bit taller on him. Um, mm. Maybe like maybe like a I don't know, maybe an Evans or someone like that. 
I know obviously the, the centre backs are marking their centre backs, and you know I know Smith wasn't on yet, but just someone maybe a bit taller marking Ben Brereton, and maybe if it's you know if someone like Evans or you know Wallace are there, then maybe Murray Wallace maybe he doesn't get the header off, but you know that's hard to blame Danny because you could you can't you know you can't it's not not your fault because he's not as tall as Ben Brereton. It's just maybe you know maybe, maybe the the marking people marking different players was maybe a bit off yesterday, but but yeah, you're, I think you're 100 percent right. I think. You know, they, they've got the, we, we've made two two mistakes and we've and we've um, we've it's cost us. But you know, there's positives to take from both games, definitely. Absolutely, I, I do Absolutely. agree with you there. Absolutely, oh, there's positives. No, we were no. shit yesterday. We were shit yesterday. Though. No, 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 we were shit. We were shit. Shut up, jumped up. Fucking hell, mate. We were shit. Fucking hell. So I change your name tag. Um, we were shit. Right, listen. To me. Um, your, my words, your words. We were shit no, yesterday. No, we were. I think. We were, I think. Oh, you know I what? disagree. Think, listen, listen, right. I think that if we had just not sat back and played on, and 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 the setup was slightly different, I think we could have dominated that game a lot more. Yes, if we'd have fucking kept the one nil, and we hadn't had a mistake. Yeah, but it's those mistakes what are going to cost us throughout the season. Mm-hmm. You know, two in two, two mistakes, two goals, right? And that's the problem. Are we going to get three and three? And, and, and have three mistakes and their costs. And I agree with what Gary said yesterday. It only takes one mistake to suddenly bring another team in. And, and, and that confidence, Blackburn had so much confidence, they could have they could have scored another possibly with another jammy shot, you know what I mean? But we need to be able to just score, lock it down or score another one and then just lock it down. No more mistakes. We, we can't afford to let people get in. And that's the problem. That middle part of the defence, they just suddenly look at each other and go, oh, bang, it's done. And, I think and, in my eyes, lightning struck twice. Which is in like we're fucking like Charlton shit. I just think that we weren't full scored. Do you know what I mean? We should have been a lot better yesterday. There's definitely room for improvement, but we weren't shit. That's what I want to say. I, I, no, I, definitely. I, I, I we weren't we're doing shit. Well. Like, I think we're, and, we're, there's sure class coming forward. I think we're looking really good. If we can just tweak those little bits... We we are we are a good team, but it's like I said before. You know, can we score three, four goals? I don't know if we can at the moment. It's looking as if we can't even fucking score two. That's the problem. I agree. And this is it, though. Why imagine we would be about Jed Wallace as well? And like, yes, I'm saying we weren't. We were better than what people were saying yesterday. But it's the truth. Like we don't create enough, and that is ultimately the problem there, where we don't really get enough going forward. Um, I'll read some reactions online from some people. I said I put a tweet out yesterday on our handle saying how bad was the rest today. By the way, since lockdown hasn't changed anything for the officials, just to kind of get some fishes out there as well, see what people reply to. Um, Mark Waldell, absolutely awful. Gary Wright very rarely comes on the field and complains after, but it was fully justified today. Mark Waldell as well, by the way. Uh, Mark I think yeah. free as well, yeah. Um, Dolby this morning he said uh, he was a poor ref but Gary Wright's tactics seems team selection and piss poor use of his bench deserves more criticism than the officials a poor Blackburn side at home has to be put away and playing one up top we were so negative and how George Evans played 8-8 minutes is beyond us all uh, Ricky Mill agrees with him there um, Neil here says not Neil Fizzler um, at, at Orange Peel Neil <laughs> his name is um, ref and assistants were crap but overall play tactics and substitutions were poor one up one up top at home is a no-no um Tony ever says the referee was fucking shocking. I don't think we've done anything wrong, just not that much thing right. It's from Sunny CM. And do you know what? I think that's a fair reflection there. What I'm trying to say is mm-hmm. we didn't do much wrong, but we didn't do a lot right either. I think that's probably quite a good way to say that. Um, Johnny P says he, the referee looked like Ian Holloway. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I think this was the one part that got me yesterday. And obviously, I think Mickey is probably agreeing with this as well. Maybe focus on how bad we were instead of blaming the ref, who seems to be easy targets when things don't go right. We've got a draw. We deserve fuck all else. Negative football from Guy Rarit. 
once again. So nothing changes from last season. One fall at home. I think that's the general consensus there, is it, boys? And uh, this is also something we kind of previewed in pre-season and our close-season shows, Mickey, where 5-3-2 is great away from home. If we keep drawing games at home and, you know, not getting over the line at home, this is where he's going to come a bit unstuck. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he won't get away with it. Um, he'd, be able to, he'd be able to do, you know, two maybe now, three, maybe four. But I don't think the fan base, the fan base will start turning. They, they give him so much and then they, they start turning and he needs to play at home with, a, a, you know, with a big crowd behind you, play attacking football. Just mm. take it to them because the, the crowd's going to back you up, you know, and have the players what will go in on the hard tackles to win balls back and, and, and scare the life out of the opposition. But all day long, we need to be full on attack um, at home and just that way we probably will be able to score more. That's, that's, that's the option, I think. I still think if we win that 1-0 and we don't see that set piece, there's no way we'd be talking about it in a negative way at all. I think we'd be full of... Every, any all sorts of energy and be buzzing about it. But I'll move on from that now. Um, before we end up part one here, Japs, I thought it would be a nice little mention to our chairman, John Berylson, who came onto the pitch yesterday to give us a little rallying cry. Um, at the time of recording, I've got a recording which I'm going to put up of the speech. It'll be out probably at midday on the Sunday, but obviously before this podcast. If you've not seen it yet, be sure to check it out on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I mean, Mickey, he obviously took to the pitch, wanted to kind of give his say on, you know, obviously try and rally the troops. Said he's, you know, he mentioned the 12th man and what effect we are at the den. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, we didn't get over the line yesterday with the 12th man, Mickey, but it was nice to see him on the pitch and obviously a nice little uh, commendable thing for him to do. And obviously, we reciprocated with our thanks to him for sticking by us during COVID. Yeah, no, look, John, John's a, a top manager, um, top manager, top chairman. Um, you can't fault John. Um, and, and he loves our fans. He loves the fan base and all that. And he's the first to admit, you know, when he came into football, we knew nothing about football. Um, and he's learned and he's taken everything on board and, and, and you know, he, he seriously does love the club um, and he, he can't do enough for him. So, yeah, he, he's, he's bankrolled it through COVID. Um, and, yeah, you see, in my years when I was there, the, it was normally a good idea that you never really gave John a microphone. Um, you know, it's not normally good to just go, yeah, there you go, and, and off. But no, look, I, I, he's passionate about the club. You can see that. He loves us. Um, and when you look at the way current football is, um, we are knackered. You know, current football is knackered with with dodgy chairman and everything else. And I'm just glad that actually we've got a good chairman who who trusts in, in the setup and trusts in managers and, 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 you know, he's not afraid to make investment if the benefits are there to be proven. So, you know, I've, I've got no... No qualms. I think if we were on for Premiership Challenge, um, he would make the necessary investment to make sure that we hit that. Definitely. And also, I think um, in a time where you've got Charlton's chairman, Thomas Sangard, who does music and he's not really... There's ulterior motives around Kai sometimes from these, from these chairmen and, you know, and also no stability from a lot of these people either. But, you know, the stability that we've been offered for the last 15 years from uh, John Berylson is, you know, second to number, really, isn't it? And it's been worthwhile. Yeah, and he's, he's just such a class act, the way he handles himself, you know, on, on and off the pitch. He's, you know, he's, his speech yesterday was, was brilliant. It really got, I think it really got everyone going. It really got, you know, um, everyone hyped for the match. And they, I just think some of the, you know, what, what he said as well is just, as Mickey said, I, I, just, he just, I think he just loves the fans. And I, as, I don't think he knew much about football when he first came into it, but he's, he's learned and, and I, I, I really, really I like him. I think, he's, I think he's been brilliant for us. And, I, I agree with you. I mean, some some chairmen don't offer you stability, but but Berylson does, and 
we're so lucky to have him. Absolutely. So that's the end of part one here anyway. We'll be back in a second with our uh, preview of the Fulham game. Be right back. And welcome back to the second part of the show. So, chaps, like I said, football's coming thick and fast at us now. It's going to be our third home game in a row. We're welcoming Fulham to town on Tuesday night, Kai. Are you looking forward to that one? Can't wait. Um, really excited. Um, always good to get. Always good to play London derby, isn't it? Um, but it's a really tough game. We'll give a different dimension. They'll keep the ball probably really, really well. I've got some good players. Harry Wilson. I mean, they spent twelve million on him, didn't they? Um, Harry Wilson got sent off yesterday. Oh, so he won't be playing even better. So what yeah, did he get sent? I've not seen the exact. It's a straight red card, though. I'm looking at the flash score here from the game. So they obviously won five one against Huddersfield yesterday, but he got sent off in the seventy first minute. Whilst it was three one. So um, they still managed to score two goals after that. So, <laughs> well, it's good news they they haven't got him, but their replacement, his replacement, is probably going to be someone like Ivan Cavalera, isn't it? So he's the guy that scored two goals afterwards. So yeah, <laughs> there we go. So it's, it just shows that when they get one player sent off, they they've got another one ready and waiting. And they've got a couple of uh, youngsters, uh, Fabio Carvalho, I think one of them is called, yeah. and the other one, uh, Tyrese Francoise. Yeah. Um, but he, they're both very very good players. They've got some really good up and coming youngsters. So it'll be a really tough game on Tuesday night. And also Alexander Mitrovic, Mitrovic oh. up front as well, who's a dirty yeah. dog, ain't he? I mean, yeah. God, he's I the, mean, worst they've, the worst. They've, they've done well, though, and it? which just shows really with the parachute payments how they come into effect that pretty much yeah. to make a challenge to get straight back up, you pretty much have got enough money to keep the players you've got and pay Correct. your wages for, for one one more season. Hopefully, they, you know, they might go back up, but, you know, keep them in there. It's just a downside, really, because the old Bill... And yes, it is the old Bill. Hates us so much that they put the game on a Tuesday so that we can't get boats there um, because they hate the fact that we take loads of boats to Fulham on a on a um, on a weekday, on a weekend day, on a Saturday. So they put it on a Tuesday just to fuck us and and the boat companies up, which is a pain in the ass, really. But do you remember when yeah. we went to Fulham first game back at Fulham when they first come out of the Prem? And, Six thousand um, Mill fans. My and that Korean, yeah, and that Korean wedding. Because it was the first yes. time AMS yes. done a boat. Yes. And that Korean wedding, they must have thought, we're going here, it's lovely. There's London views yeah. and all that. We're taking pictures. And all yeah. of a sudden, about 6,000 real fans come yeah. steaming through the park. I don't know if it's Putney Park. I don't know what the park's called. I, but yeah, I, park's called. I think yeah. I fight with bombed them in orbit. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I'll. Oh, there's loads. We're all well, jumping well, in. Right. <laughs> and, and so many people were nicked for fucking, were, were nicked for, for drugs and that thing. The old Bill just stuck on the. On the boat and just fucking had a dog there, same as when we went to Brentford. They just literally everybody coming off the boats was all going. But yeah, it was. Uh, it, I think the other story with I think it was Fulham. There was a, a wedding boat, and um, and they were giving it when they realised that the boat coming in was Millwall. They were fucking, oh, you wankers, you fucking cunts, all that. What they didn't realise was that the old Bill were gonna um, couldn't bring them into the dock because there was too many boats there. So this boat had to moor against the other boat where all the wedding guests were giving it, or the best man nice. was giving it, and then all the Millwall fans had to come off their boat, through their boat, onto the jetty. And uh, as far as I'm led to believe, the best man suddenly fucking shit a brick and went and hid in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, um, yeah, I was not surprised by the old Bill tactics there, the sniffer dogs and stuff like that. So now I'm just picturing loads of lottery tickets in the Thames at the minute, so that's the kind of thought well, my there, head there was, <laughs> I, I remember there was one guy who, who got, I mean, he weren't, weren't on the boat when we did with AMS, but he'd come on. And um, he suddenly, he went to make a run for it. He thought, oh, shit. So he went to make a run and they got him, pinned him down and they're going through him and he must have had all his mates 
gear on him or whatever. You know, he must have had all his mates' packets or something because they were just pulling all these packets out of him. He must have had about eight, nine, ten packets, and you could just see the colours slowly draining from his face. Oh where he was like, where they were finding more and more, and he's just going, "Oh, realization, you know." Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, but, you know, I know. It yeah, it's it? what it is. <laughs> exactly. But, but no, if we, back to the football. Back to the football. Yeah. yeah. If we can do, <laughs> if, we, if we can, we can stop. Fulham scoring three goals on on Tuesday, I think we would have done a good game because they are looking. You know, they they've got they've just come out of the prem. They've got the fitness levels. They've got everything up there, ready to sit there and 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 penalise us. You know, if we give them those chances, what we've given the last two games, they will they will finish us and they will move on from that. Um, if we can get a victory over them, fucking hell, do you know what I mean? That that's that's absolutely fucking superb. If we can get a victory. And, and I, I'm not scared of playing Fulham. I think we we could we could do them, mm-hmm. but I think it, we've got to go out there with the right mentality, the right attitude, and, and the right setup. If we're going in fucking three at the back or, or five at the back at home, I think it could cause us problems. Definitely. I mean, I think it might actually work against a team like Fulham. Funny enough, that's why maybe we might see the best of us. I mean, Kyle, you saw us in action, obviously behind closed doors, so to speak, peeking through at Calvin Road against Fulham, didn't you, a few weeks ago? Yeah. Um, I know obviously pre-season, but what did you take from that game as in like standout players and stuff like that, that kind of watch out for from Fulham's point of view? Well, funny enough, just before I get before I say that, I thought we were brilliant against them. They didn't they really had one chance and they took it other than that, they didn't really have anything. Um their key players are, you know, those they didn't have their goalkeeper. Obviously Gazaniga's was only he's only just signed um so he wasn't there. Um but players like uh Knockout were playing. Um I thought Knockout looked dangerous. I don't know whether Knockout's been playing for them actually. Um I don't know if he's still there because he's not been involved the last couple of games. He's, he, um... he was he was there on well in that you know he's he was there he was there in pre-season but maybe maybe they're looking to to, to well we could always do a swap deal him for Bod uh, yeah. that that might work. Where uh, is where is Bod? He, he's, yeah, that's a good point. He, he's being alienated in this, and, and I don't care with him being alienate, alienated. Yeah. as long as he's still here by the twenty second of fucking January <laughs> and he hasn't been sold, then no. Omar is going He'll swimming. Get... He'll get paid up by then if, if he's still around, to be honest with you. I think that's the only way it's going to go. I, I think. think I'll be texting JB in a minute saying, can you do me a favour? Can you just pay him up on the 23rd of January? That would be great for me. Oh, texting JB, yeah? You're name dropping, are you? No. Have you got Belsa's number? Is it cause, what did you used to do with the club before, was it? Or? Oh, I was just, uh, I was, you know, I, I just used to find myself around, you know. Oh, was it that like you used to sit on the ball or something? Because a fan, right? Or something? Was well, it, it, wasn't was? on the, it wasn't It wasn't technically on the board, but yeah, it, well, it was on the board and it wasn't on the board. It, it, yeah. it, it was fan on the board. I used to represent people and other people get off bands and, and just basically give them a voice. So, yeah, look. It, it was a, position, a good job at it at all, mate. It was, it was a position called what was it? Fat, fat fan, fan on the board. I think it was called. Mm. That was it. And I think, yeah. I think I was only the second. I think I was the second one in history as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. second and last. Only, only, only lasted a couple of years compared to the old fan on the board, though, Pete Garston, mate. So I mean, you know, obviously you might have done something either good or bad there. Who knows? <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> Destroyed it. They didn't like. They didn't like me not making it say yes all the time. So yeah, but no, look, it was. It was good while it lasted, but yeah, I, I, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Would I ever do it again? Probably not. Um, yeah. It was a lot of hard work for zero pay. Um, yeah, you got a few perks and all that. Um, I don't get any perks now, so yeah, fucking got to buy my tickets as much as most, you know, like the rest of you. It would be good if I'd have got a fucking golden um, season ticket, a bit like what Pete gets. 
or, or a couple of places what Pete gets in the director's box every week. But hey ho, um, I'm not bitter. I don't care. Um, it's what it is. Exactly. Um, I think you know I wanted to talk a bit more about Fulham, but you know Fulham not been around beaten. They drew one all first game of the season. They won five one last uh, on Saturday against Huddersfield. It's going to be a tough game, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good game, lads. And fingers crossed, we come out on top, or we have something positive to talk about on Thursday when we come around to record our next show, right? Absolutely. Two things, a couple of things, really. Um, one, um, a massive shout out to the Millwall fans who who got involved yesterday um, with the steward what collapsed. Um, there was a, a, a steward what collapsed yesterday in, uh, I think it was in Kitchener Stand. Um, at, I think it was Kitchener Stand. And... Um, there was a Millwall fan what what jumped in and um, pulled his tongue out by the sounds of it, um, which obviously is going to have helped him out a bit. Um, we have messaged the club, someone at the club, to to try and see if there's any news on him. Hopefully, he's okay, and, and you know it wasn't anything too serious. But hats off to the Millwall fan who did that. Um, you know that. that fast acting um, and your actions and everything else is good. I've seen your dad on Twitter. Um, who's proud of you? Um, and, and you know, we we say that as well. Absolutely proud of you. Um, we got a, a new thing that will come out, um, around the weekends, uh, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday going forward, which will give you a weekly update of, of what we've done. Uh, videos we posted, blog pieces, match reports, etc. etc. That will be coming out going forward every week. So if you see it on Twitter, Facebook, social media, uh, make sure you subscribe to it. Uh, and then that way, you you won't just get it on Twitter as such. You'll you'll get it straight to your inbox, and then you'll be able to see. So if you miss any videos from us, uh, exclusive content stuff, which just gets put on YouTube, um, that will all be in there. Uh, um, so so you won't miss anything. Make sure you subscribe to all our channels. Uh, massive thank you to everyone um, over the last week or two. Uh, um, the loads of you who are subscribed to our YouTube channel, uh, you are helping massively. Um, and those what have been giving us five star ratings again, you have been absolutely helping massively. Um, you know, making the algorithms and everything else work in our favor. Um, and because of you lot, um, and I'm gonna say it, I don't care because of you lot. Um, this weekend in the charts, we are the highest ranking Millwall podcast by um, quite a distance. So we are the number one Millwall podcast um, out there this weekend. Um, is it the same every weekend? I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, the charts for podcasts are a very strange thing, uh, but we were all above uh, the official club one. So, again, we can only get into those positions by each one of you listening to this. So give yourself a pat on the back and thank you very, very much. And remember, you know, if you want to get in touch, you've got something to plug or something, you want us to give you a shout out or anything else, get in touch, go to our website, Everything's on there. There are going to be some more things coming this week on the website to to keep you looking at, so you can you can find stuff on there. But you've got a voice message on there, or you've got um, an email contact us, um, which was sent to us. So yeah, anything you want to mention, um, then yeah, let us know. Come come forward. And if you go to a match with your kids and it's a first game, make sure you tag us in on Twitter, uh, and then we'll give you a retweet and whatnot because I think memories like that um, are great and need to get in front of people. So yeah, look. All in all, thank you very much. We are very, very humble. 
yeah. Mickey and his stats. He loves them. He, lo- he loves the stats. And to be fair, yeah, he's right what he said there. So We're fucking number uh, one. Number one. <laughs> little old Millwall podcast. Little one of us. We won't even go in a year, mate. We, we run out two podcasts a week, right? We're not running out loads and loads of shows. We run out two podcasts a week. And for us to be beating, you know, other Millwall podcasts out there, what release quite a few shows and everything else, to be number one, is an absolute, you know, is an absolute thank you to everyone who listens to us uh, and leaving us five stars, getting our reviews, you know, getting our ratings up, everything else across all channels. You are superb and we appreciate everything you've done. We, we're doing this as a hobby, but we do two shows a week. So, you know, to get us in the top 40 um, out of all the podcasts, football podcasts on Apple, is a massive achievement and that can only be done by you so thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart completely thank you nicely said mate uh kai thanks for coming on today mate as always and hopefully see you in, in the midweek show you're on mute oh my god are you mickey in disguise oh, oh no oh, you're mickey in disguise but <laughs> <In disguise. laughs> a mayor there um no um yeah looking forward to uh coming again on again and hopefully we can dissect a really good win hopefully Definitely. Nice. Um, if you're listening on uh, audio book here or on audio or podcast, obviously be sure to leave us a review like Mickey said. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe. We appreciate it. Any interactions, we reply to anyone in the comment section on there. So if you, if, even if you're listening on audio, go over to YouTube and you'll probably get reply from us better on there. So um, if you're passionate about anything, let us know. Obviously follow us on Twitter. We read out a lot of tweets after games and obviously look for a opinion from everyone. And uh, yeah, that's our lot. We'll be back on Thursday. Come on the middle. See you on Thursday. I will be here, I promise. insurance oh, the new doctor is dropped at gorgeous oh, please he's just another rv league educated surgeon with good hair no he's different nurses we got a classy motorhome with a detached driver's side mirror meet me in the or stat right away doctor. no 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 she's on break i'll handle this one. Oh, you conniving little when your rv really needs saving progressive has you covered See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.